Really quick, before we get going, just a reminder about Kathy and Ross Petrus's new book, Awkward Moments. That's awkward, A-W-K-W-O-R-D. Awkward Moments, a lively guide to the 100 terms smart people should know. I know it's a little hard to get to a bookstore right about now, but you can still order stuff online if you'd like, of course, or maybe your local independent bookstore is doing delivery or curbside pickup. I know some of them are definitely doing what they can to make sure you can still get your reading in. Anyway, check it out. Awkward Moments. Okay, let's do this. Nuclear. Now, is it crick or creek? Coyote or coyote? Sometimes I say library. Welcome to You're Saying It Wrong. I'm Fletcher Powell, and each episode we turn to the people who literally wrote the book on this, sister and brother team Kathy and Ross Petrus, and we'll dive into what we get wrong and sometimes what we get right when we try to speak this weird English language. Okay, a little while back, a month or two ago, we had a giant contest amongst the three of us about place names. Today we're doing something sort of similar, uh, but kind of different, and we'll get into what I mean there. This may end up being more of a test of me than anything else, but we're going to talk about people's names, people in culture, uh, in the arts, writers, uh, philosophers, and it's not just whether or not we know how to say their names, but the the importance of knowing how to say their names. And you, you guys have a term for that. Well, it's really, it's a shibboleth term is what we call it. A shibboleth is basically a way of distinguishing a group of people within a group of people by the way they pronounce or use a word. Uh, it comes from the Hebrew word shibboleth, which um, according to the Old Testament, the Bible, was used to judge uh, the two groups of people, the Gileadites, I think it was, and the Ephraimites were fighting. And um, the Gileadites had defeated the Ephraimites who were trying to flee. And the Gileadites wanted to kill the Ephraimites. They looked the same. They talked virtually the same. However, the Gileadites pronounced the word shibboleth, which means corn or grain, uh, as shibboleth. The Ephraimites pronounced it with an S, not a sh, sibboleth. And so when they, these people were trying to flee and cross the river, the Gileadites would ask, how do you pronounce the word shibboleth? And if they used an S instead of an SH, they'd kill them. Now, our shibboleth isn't as dramatic as that. But our point <laughs> is I would that, hope not. <laughs> no, we're not going to kill you. But our point is basically that in culture or in things, there are certain ways of pronouncing words, quote, correctly or generally seized as correctly. And that would distinguish you as being cultured and not cultured. It might be ridiculous, but a lot of people, when we did research for the book, a lot of people have been very embarrassed in cultural situations in colleges and universities by mispronouncing these words, these names. You're kind of you kind of are judged by it. I mean, fairly or unfairly. If you say certain famous intellectually sort of sounding words wrongly, you people look at you askance. It's kind of like in the old World War II movies when they said who played second base for the you know St. Louis Cardinals or something. But in those cases, if you didn't know it, you get shot again. This case, well, it's yeah. not quite as bad. <laughs> there is always that. Yeah. This is like you you get culturally embarrassed. You get mortified. Okay. Right. Right. Exactly. Lower stakes. Bad. Lower stakes. Embarrassment rather than death. But. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is the sort of thing I have uh, periodically filled in as a jazz 
host uh, here at the station I work at. And this is the kind of thing that comes up a lot, actually, with, with jazz artists, because some of them have very strangely pronounced names. They don't they aren't pronounced anything like what you think they would be just based on how they look. And uh, there there are archives online about you know, for for radio hosts to know exactly how to pronounce these names because the people who are really into jazz are going to know how to pronounce it and if you're a host and you and you say it wrong they're going to think you're you're a moron they're not going to take you seriously anymore and it's the same way if you're having this kind of cultural conversation with people who really know what they're talking about precisely exactly, exactly. yeah well so you've given me a list i'll go ahead uh, just go through these and, and do my best to pronounce them. Many of them, I know who they are. I feel confident on the pronunciation of maybe half of them, and then a couple of them I just don't even know at all. So this this will be fun for me. This will be maybe a little different from last time. I, we're not going to keep score on you guys, uh, although you can let us know how how you have pronounced it or whether you've gotten this right through your life. Oh, sure. Okay, let's let's start. So the first one on the list here, uh, a German writer. Uh, um, this one I learned in high school. Uh, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, G-O-E-T-H-E, uh, and it, and I, I'm I'm sure I'm not saying it exactly correctly because I can't get that "er" sound properly. But it's Goethe, not Goethe. Exactly. Correct. It is. Yay! So far, so good. This is one that I've got to admit I got wrong. I was an English major, English lit. And I would talk about Goethe. <laughs> I did, indeed. I, I'm ashamed to admit it. And once I learned how it was pronounced, I uh, was very upset with myself. It's interesting, though. The opposite sort of occurred in a, uh, with a, a writer I was just reading about who was in an English class, describes it in a university, um, a drama class, and he kept hearing the professor talk about a, a wonderful uh, playwright and writer named Goethe. So... He kept, he was saying Goethe, Goethe. So he came back home and looked up G-U-R-T-A and could not find this mysterious yet wonderful German writer. And he kept going on and on. Who is this Goethe? Finally, he goes back to class and he looks up and the teacher is writing about Faust and he sees G-O-E-T-H-E. And then the epiphany occurred and he realized Goethe is Goethe. But I have the same problem that you all do. I cannot really pronounce it. I asked my wife who speaks German. She said, pronounce it, um, think about an O, but don't pronounce it. Say O-O while thinking intently about the letter R, but don't pronounce the R. So good. I can't do it. I have one addendum. Did you guys know in Chicago, there's um, what you would think would be Goethe Street, G-O-E-T-H-E Street. And do you know how they pronounce that? Uh, let's say goth. Ross? Goth? <laughs> Gothy. <laughs> Gothy. All right. There ding, we ding, go. Ding. Okay, next. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, an English, I-, I believe, statesman, maybe, in the, I think, 18th and 19th century centuries, but he's more known for his diary. Uh, it's Samuel is the first name, last name, P-E-P-Y-S, and that's pronounced Peeps. You got it correct there. That very good. Although it's the 17th century, but you were very close. <laughs> but the, the pronunciation is right. Okay, <laughs> Ross, did you never know how to pronounce this? I actually knew I thought it was a long Pappas. time ago. Because I have no idea why, but I've known this almost all my life. It was one of those really proud moments for me because I've heard people going Pepys, and I go, actually, it's pronounced Peeps as a as a really snobby little person. One thing I want to say, though, it's interesting about it, before anyone gets too snobby about it, is the family, we did some research on this one, and the family actually, 
uh, Peeps's family was divided on the pronunciation of their own name. The uh, a guy in the 1887 Walter Peeps wrote a book called Genealogy of the Peeps Family, and he gave three pronunciations for the name: Peps, Peeps, and Pepis. So you're pretty much, if anyone criticizes you, criticizes you for mispronouncing it, you can say, oh, I was referring to a different branch of the family, and you'll be safe. <laughs> That's always funny to me when different members of the same family pronounce their names in different ways, even even fathers and sons. Oh, I know. It's Actually, we have that. We have that. Yeah. Our father was a Petrus, and, and we're, we're Petruses. <gasps> Wow! <laughs> yeah, I just really We can just call us peeps from here on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. We did. We most of the family pronounces it Petrus, and we preferred Petrus, so we reverted to the original. More, it's more closer to the Greek. It's Petrus in Greek. So, all right. Uh, up now, the author of the Harry Potter series. For a long time, I thought this was Rowling, but then someone told me it rhymes with bowling, so I'm going with J.K. Rowling. Yes. That's another one. You're absolutely right. And I, too, I, I think most Americans, um, J.K. Rowling herself said almost everyone in the States says uh, is Rowling. And um, it's it's not. <laughs> it is. It, it does rhyme with bowling. And she said that she just doesn't even bother correcting anyone anymore. She's just so used to hearing Rowling. She just, you know, rolls with it, if you will. I didn't know it until recently on, on the same way. I have a mm -hmm. quick question. I was looking at an article right here. How do you pronounce the uh, rock star David B-O-W-I-E <laughs> Bowie yeah we, we say we say Bowie but but there there's some confusion on that I probably tell us why you asked that specifically Ross I was just looking at an article here on how do you pronounce J.K. Rowling's surname and the British author says uh, David I would say Bowie was mispronounced in the States that he preferred As Bowie. Bowie or Bowie, like a Bowie knife. He preferred Bowie. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Really? You guys yeah. have heard him? Have heard David Bowie? That's what he preferred. They said. I, this really? is what the article says. I have no idea if it's if definitive. Because I was thinking of the Bowie knife. I mean, the other Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. Well, I would say because it's David. <laughs> yeah, I would say Dave. I would have said David Bowie. He would apparently have said David Bowie, and then for the knife, I would say David Bowie, like a Bowie, chewy Bowie knife. <laughs> Jim Bowie. Jim Bowie. So was it Jim Bowie? Here we go. Uh, let's let's go ahead and, and, <laughs> and move on uh, to a, a famous uh, Russian writer. And my big problem here is that I never know where the emphasis goes in Russian names. Uh, Vladimir, I'm gonna go with Nabokov. Boo. Is it... <laughs> or Bo. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I too would have said what you just said. It's, but it's, it's Nabokov, and he um, actually had an interview in '65 talking about it. And, and typical, uh, typical. I know I'm not going to pronounce his name right. And typical, <laughs> typical his style. It goes on. He goes on and on about how to pronounce it. Um, he says. Uh, it's the I tends to regard the A of the first syllable as a misprint, then tries to restore the symmetrical sequence by triplicating the O, filling up the row of circles, how ugly, how wrong, etc., etc. And he says that Frenchmen usually say um, Nabokov, Englishmen say Nabokov, and Italians say Nabokov. And he said the Nabokov. Cough is the rest is the right way. Now, is it is it an O sound there in the middle? I would have I honestly I was really waffling back and forth between Nabokov and Nabokov. But is it Nabokov? It's Nabokov. It's no. It's he says it's the O is as in Knickerbocker. So it's more like an A. 
Okay. All right. So I That's just. That's what he says, Knickerbocker. I just chose poorly. But he says he doesn't care about the, as he puts it, the elegant middle O. Um, he doesn't mind at all. But the weird thing is also now, he said incidentally that the first name is pronounced, this I never knew, Vlad, Vlad, Vlad. Vladimir. Oh, Vladimir. Vladimir. Rhyming with Redeemer, not Vladimir, which is what I would never have thought. Yeah, no, that's right. Yep, that's 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 right. There were a bunch of Russians, so I knew that only very recently because I mispronounced uh, a guy like, "Oh, Vladimir," and he goes, "No, it's Vladimir." But whatever. Yeah. So is it Vladimir Putin? Yeah, it is. Which, incidentally, I found Brits usually pronounce it Putin. Oh, that's interesting too. I never knew that. It's a world of pronunciation. One thing I want to quickly throw out, though, Kath and I were talking about this just before the podcast. What we're aiming for usually with pronouncing some of these names is we're not aiming for an exact pronunciation as as it is in Russian or German or whatever. We're aiming for sort of a modified, limited American or British American pronunciation that gets you by in terms of speaking or whatever. Like, I don't think I would say Vladimir Nabokov, I would say Vladimir Nabokov, don't you think? Yeah, and you'll hear plenty of, say, NPR announcers just saying Vladimir Putin, even though it's technically Vladimir, so I think that's fine. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But I did get, you know, I I did choose incorrectly on the last name, even though I was was trying to decide between those two, but again, I just have trouble with with Russian, especially knowing where that emphasis goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think that I personally will keep on probably saying it incorrectly and saying Nabokov. Nabokov. (laughs) <laughs> now I forgot what I now said. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next one I hear two different ways, and I'm not even positive either one is correct. No one seems to be sure. A philosopher, I suppose, writer, certainly many, many people know her. She wrote Atlas Shrugged and The Fountainhead, A-Y-N-R-A-N-D. I hear Anne and I hear Ayn Rand. I guess I'll go with Ayn Rand, but I am I just don't know. Ayn Rand is correct. It's sort of a made-up name. She wrote a little uh, letter to a fan in 1937 and said the original is a, fem- a Finnish feminine name and it would be pronounced Ina. She didn't like uh, the last A, but she kept the uh, first I sound, so she said she pronounced it as Ein. Also, her, her real name is Elisa Rosenbaum, which is certainly not Ayn Rand. No, but Ayn Rand. Her real name was Elisa Zinoyevna or something like that, Rosenbaum. I loved the mnemonic um, that someone had written that said, in keeping with their philosophy of selfishness, Ayn rhymes with mine, <laughs> which I thought was pretty clever. <laughs> Uh, the next one, I do not know who this is. I assume this is an ancient Roman, but I have no idea what this person did. C-A-T-U-L-L-U-S. I, I would just say Catalyst. It's wrong. That's I'm one not that, surprised. until I learned Latin, I pronounced as Catalyst. And then I took a class in uh, university, and some guy was talking about a guy called Catullus, and that's when I learned it was Catullus. That's, it's a... Uh, Usually Latin words, just as a quick thing, usually Latin words are are stressed on the second to last syllable, the penalt, unless for various reasons that uh, the last syllable is short, then it goes to like you pronounced it, catalyst. But in this case, the U is at the end is long, so it's catullus. Oh, we should also say he was a poet, a Latin poet. Yes. Okay. More writers. Um, this one, I guess I've always assumed how it's pronounced, but I've I, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say it out loud. Somerset, 
M-A-U-G-H-A-M. I've always said mom. Very good. It's a stretched out version of mom with the aw sound held longer than in mom. And do you hear do you hear people say something like mogum or do you ever hear anybody mispronounce that one? Do you ever hear I mean I, I never really hear this one spoken out loud. Pronounced. Yeah. He told a story in the New York Times back in nineteen oh eight. He said uh they were discussing the proper pronunciation of mom and uh it said the name is pronounced mom, declared one who'd been in London. No, it's Mawum opines someone else. Mom is better. Why not Mugum? said another. And they all started just arguing. And the, finally, the one who started it said, Mum's the word. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just loved that. <laughs> uh, Mom himself said his name rhymes with Wom, as in, it's a Wom day. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting to one that I'm really happy is on here because I have never been nearly sure how this one is pronounced i've i've changed how i thought it was pronounced many times over my life and i'm gonna throw out a pretty wild guess here uh just based on the tiny little bit i know about her um she's a writer uh mostly known again for for diaries but also essays and so on her name first name is spelled a-n-a-i-s and it's got the two little dots over the i her last name is spelled N-I-N. This is super wild guess, but I'm I'm gonna go with something like Anais Neen. You're good. Is that is that close? You're really good. It's a little more Nin than Neen, but okay. Anais is the one that I'm super impressed with because that I never got. And I used to read her as a as a young woman. Yeah, that that one I heard Kathy pronouncing a long time ago when she was a young woman, so I knew it from Kathy. Just one quick thing. Do you guys know do you know the two dots are called, Fletcher? Uh, only, only in German, and uh, I mean, I know in German it's an umlaut. Yeah, it's in English or in, in us it's usually a diaresis. Ah, uh, yes. And that basically means that you pronounce that it, you don't make it a diphthong. You don't kind of merge the two pronunciations of the a and the i. You separate the vowels pronunciation. It's very rarely used now, but it's still used occasionally. Like in zoology, a lot of times the Brits will do will put a diaresis over the second o or any time in the New Yorker where there are two vowels in a row. Yeah, that are the exactly. <laughs> Noel or something, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll move into music a little bit. A uh, very famous French composer. I have a basic idea, but again, I'll probably get the stress wrong somewhere. Claude Debussy? Yes, very Perfect. good. All right. The stress, though, and the last syllable, one thing about French is French doesn't have a very strong stress. Sometimes people who do get it correctly will go like, you know, uh, Debussy, with a very heavy stress. It's not. It's a very light stress. So there is a, a minor stress on the last syllable? Yes. Which I think a lot of Americans do Debussy. Is the automatic is the middle syllable, which is wrong, right? Yes. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound anywhere close, frankly. No. <laughs> uh, jumping over to Germany, staying in music. Again, uh, one of the most famous, I suppose, German composers. Although the Germans have had a lot of famous composers. Maybe I shouldn't say that. But uh, Richard Wagner. This is an interesting one. Ross and I were talking about before. Ross, you start. <laughs> Kathy's husband said it's was saying Ricard, but it's actually we were listening to numerous German sites, and it's more like Richard. Okay. Well, which is surprising. We were wondering because because I always said Richard Wagner. I did not say Wagner. I'll give me that. That was well, actually, probably when I was a kid, I thought it was Wagner when I read it. But it is Wagner that you. That's just how you pronounce the W in German. But the I thing, yeah, I mean, the C-H, as I said, my husband speaks German, and he was a Ricard, 
And I'm wondering if that is an American German sort of thing, like you were assuming, because from what I had read is after the CH, after a vowel, like an I, E, A, or U, is pronounced sh, sh knock. My wife said Richard Wagner. The one thing, go back to how we should pronounce it, though. I think as non-German speakers, I would say, in deference to the German Wagner, but in deference to my English speaking, I would say Richard Wagner, the composer. I heard Richard but Wagner. But then should we say Angela Merkel? No, see, the, this is where I get into the problems of pronunciation and <laughs> shibboleth. We're not talking about, we're talking about how educated people say various things. I think, I would say Angela Merkel because I hear Angela Merkel all the time. But I would say, I, I think if I said Richard Wagner, I would sound like a, a twit. I, I wouldn't, I can't say it. I would say, I heard the ring cycle of Richard Wagner. And I would pronounce the R, oddly enough, even though you're not in German, it would be more Wagner. No, no R at the end, really. But I would pronounce it like Richard Wagner. I would say basically my shibboleth term for the guy is to pronounce the W in a German way and kind of leave it at that. What do you guys think? No, I'm with you. That, that's Yeah, yeah I, I'm perfectly fine with Richard Wagner. <laughs> and we're glad you are. <laughs> In the larger sense, I don't know. There's there's some problematic things. But. Yeah, I was going to say. They're, they're, just be, be a little more clear. Yeah, I suppose I should. <laughs> An Italian artist, I don't really know this person's work, but I'm pretty sure that's what this is. And uh, it's, again, a pretty wild guess on how to pronounce it. And I tend to always get Italian things wrong, too. It's G-I-O-T-T-O. I would have just assumed it's either Giotto or Giotto. Ooh, good. It's Good. He's a Florentine painter, and he was uh, kind of like a definitive Renaissance painter. He did a whole bunch of frescoes and Assisi and all of those. They're beautiful stuff. Um, it's really, it's more Giotto. The G-I, the I merges into the O in Italian, so after the G, so it becomes Giotto, with the emphasis on the first syllable. This is one I did not know. I must say, I would have said Giotto. I would have pronounced the O, but now I realize that the I becomes mute when, it's, when G-I is followed by a vowel, so... I, I, I get it now, but I would have said in, in sincerity, Giotto, Giotto, Giotto. I would have tried to sound more Italian, Giotto. I think I would have too, and it ended up sounding very un-Italian. Yeah, it's Giotto. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Staying uh, in the art world, uh, this one, uh, oh boy. Uh, this this is a Swiss artist, I am pretty sure. Yes, very good, yes. Fletcher. Yeah, but but see, here's the thing: is most of the stuff I read, I don't hear, and so I don't know that I've ever actually known how this is pronounced. Uh, first name P A U L, last name K L E E. You know, I mean, of course, it looks like it's just supposed to be Klee, but I guess I'm gonna assume it's Clay. Very good. I think you get a. Uh. Did you ever take logic? <laughs> You're good. I got an A in logic, yeah. I got a D in logic. <laughs> <laughs> Never tell anyone. Completely correct. Paul Clay. This one, I think Kathy and I both are going to claim we've known this pronunciation since we were about four. Our, it was our mm. mother's, our, our mother was an artist and it was one of her favorite artists. And so as soon as we could read letters, we knew it was pronounced clay because she would take us to the art museums and we'd see a Paul Clay painting and we learned the pronunciation as well as the artist's work. Curiously, Russ, did you at any point think it was odd that it was pronounced clay as a little kid? Yes, I did. Because we took a field Me trip. Too. We, we took a field trip to, uh, I forget which art museum in New York. And all the kids read this clay and I proudly said, actually, it's pronounced clay. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> what a little twist. <laughs> <laughs> we'll step away from, I guess, the sort of classic arts world a little bit and move into some other things, philosophy, and in this case, economics. Uh, this is a, a very important and influential economist. Uh, his name is John Maynard, and last name is spelled K-E-Y-N-E-S. Uh, that's pronounced Keynes. Perfect. However, I'm going to ask, how do, you sp- how do you say the name? This is an English, the name of the English town and region, M-I-L-T-O-N-K-E-Y-N-E-S. Oh, I think that is Keynes, right? Yes. That's really interesting. How did you know that? Well, um, I know. <laughs> either I've been very close to there or I've just heard other people talking about it. Also, I want to say I was listening to another podcast, uh, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, uh, which is a British podcast, and they were actually talking about John Maynard, uh, Maynard Keynes. And they pronounced it Keynes and then said, we know it's supposed to be Keynes, but nobody says that. So we're just going to say Keynes. <laughs> wow. Interesting. I, I applaud them. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I mean, he was British himself, uh, but but said Keynes. How did they get Keynes? Was it was it? I, I mean, I'm just assuming. Ross, do you happen to know the background of his name? Because I'm thinking with with the K-E-Y, unless was it French? Was it was it like like Francified, if you will? I, I don't, yeah, it's just, I suddenly thought perhaps it comes from somehow French. Was it like Norman somehow because the E-Y where you get the A sound? It comes from probably when Duke William of Normandy conquered England. Probably See, from I the win. French town. Of, <laughs> I know stuff too. The French town C-A-H-A-I-G-N-E-S. So Cannes, I guess it would be sort of Cannes, sort of like that. It would be pronounced that way. But the problem with British, particularly with British English of all Englishes is that I mean, pronunciations are all, they're all across the board on that. Uh, there was like, I just was looking um, earlier, there's a family, I think, uh, Powell, and one pronounces it Powell, one pronounces it Paul, and they're brothers. Here it is, Charles and Jonathan Powell. They're uh, British MPs. Charles pronounced it, it, it rhyming with toll, so it's Charles Pohl. Jonathan pronounces Powell rhyming with towel. Two brothers, two different pronunciations. We were just talking oh about my. that with Petrus and Petrus, same thing. Wow. No, I've never heard Pole, and that's my last name. Well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fletcher's going to So next week we're going to have here. Hi, I'm Fletcher Pole here with... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> with Kathy and Ross Petrus. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kathy Petrus and Ross Petrus. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Over to a French philosopher, M-I-C-H-E-L, I figure is Michel, uh, F-O-U-C-A-U-L-T, I believe is Foucault. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's little to say about that one. <laughs> it's like That's how it's pronounced. Fair enough. We'll move on to uh, another one I'm going to miss because this person looks like they're probably Roman again. P-L-O-T-I-N-U-S. Uh, we seem to have moved into the area of philosophy, so I'm guessing it's this person is associated more with some kind of thought uh, than with a, a physical art or something like that. But I don't know who this person is, and I don't know how to say this. Uh, I would have just said plot, Plotinus, but that sounds just horrible. It does. I too would Reminds have said Plotinus. Reminds me of something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's Plotinus. Uh, he's a Greek-speaking Roman philosopher from Egypt. He was like the big bug in Neoplatonist philosophy, which is kind of the idea that you know their forms exist and he had a basic idea that everything boils down to one he's really huge 
and he's really sort of big right now because he's very mystical as well. This is another example of a word being technically mispronounced. He he wrote and thought, I mean, he didn't really write, someone else wrote down what he said, but he spoke mostly in Greek, even though he lived in Rome after a while, after leaving Egypt. And in Greek, it'd be plotinos. And somehow we got the correct uh, enunci- uh, pronounce, uh, correct stress accent in Latin, but the wrong I. It should be plotinus, really. But no one pronounces it plotinus. Everyone pronounces it plotinus. So if you're at a big academic or philosophical con- conference, I would say Plotinus. This is, okay, so it's Catullus, Plotinus. So it is, the, you said before, it's the middle thing, a Cicero. No, but now, okay, why isn't it Cicero? Uh, the last syllable has to be um, short, has to be short, and then it goes to the third back. It's like really gets confusing. Short, if, the sh- if the last syllable is long, the, pronounce, the uh, stress accent. Oh, long the, vowel. The last vowel is long, and then it goes on to the middle one, the one just before it. If the last vowel okay. is short, it goes to two back. I wouldn't worry about it. Just listen to what people say and follow it. Yeah, well, thank you. I rarely actually chat about Plotinus, believe it or not. So I think I'm safe. Yeah, what did Rome do as the Romans otherwise? Just sort of wing it, I think. Yeah, right. I don't think it really matters either. I mean, because then you get to weird things like uh, the saint is St. Augustine, but the town is St. Augustine in Florida. So you get all sorts of weird... But in yeah. Latin, we pronounce Augustinus. So then which is more correct? Who knows? Just follow it. <laughs> but other... then also, isn't the Latin pronunciation mainly what like all the monks came up with? As opposed... I mean, we don't really know what they were, how they pronounced it anyway. Well, we, we have ways of figuring it out. Like when they do rhymes, you can figure it out from poetry. Slightly. But I'm saying I still think that it's, I, it's what I've said before. I still think it would have an Italian accent. I still, I still hold with that. It would not be Plotinus. It would be Plotinus. It would. <laughs> well, wouldn't it? Think about like I said, it. The long, Trust me. I wouldn't me. be high. The, 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 I wouldn't be long. It'd be Plotinus, actually. Plotinus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're set for Rome. See, am now. I right or am I so. right? Okay. Onward. <laughs> Uh, We're moving to a German uh, sociologist, mostly known for sociology. I'm going to assume the first name is Mox, M-A-X. The last name is Weber, uh, W-E-B-E-R. Correct. Correct. Because that was another one that I must say, I I studied sociology in college, and I remember reading about, reading stuff by Max Weber, and then when we were in class, the teacher started talking about Weber, and I was like, when are we going to get to everything I read about? And then slowly I clicked. But it was uh, it was a little slow um, opening for me, but it is Weber. Weber, not the, don't pronounce the R at the end too well. So Weber. Yeah, but see again, I would say Max Weber. We were talking about that with the uh, Wagner. I, I would say the R, even though technically you shouldn't really do it, I guess. But I gotta say, if if we're shooting for the pronunciation that's gonna get us by just fine here, the R is fine at the end. I, I mean, I've had plenty of sociology classes, and my instructor said Weber, and they were perfectly knowledgeable people. I I, I mm-hmm. think so too. I don't think you really. I mean, technically, you shouldn't, but who who does? I don't. I don't either. I don't talk about Max Weber very much anyway, though. So well, yeah. Why? That, that, that's, that's <laughs> or Plotinus. <laughs> Now, a philosopher uh, I used to really enjoy reading, L-U-D-W-I-G, Ludwig. Last name is W-I-T-T-G-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, and that's Wittgenstein. Very good. good. You know, it can also be Wittgenstein, depending on to whom you're speaking, but it's it's the Witt and the, and the Scht that are the keys. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard stain in my life. 
No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I, I mean, I believe you, but but certainly, um, even you know, all of my philosophy classes and so on, I've never heard. I've only yeah, heard Stein. Yeah, I always heard Stein as well. I'm wondering if that is that a British thing? Maybe I wonder. I don't know. And then the last one, a philosopher, writer on uh, just kind of all sorts of stuff these days, uh, certainly Marxist thought. He is, I think, Slovenian. I'm not yes. 100% sure about that. Very but good. I know so much. I know so much because I have a very good friend who is very into this guy. Uh, his first name is S-L-A-V-O-J. His last name is Z-I-Z-E-K, and there's some accents over both of the Zs, and I'm not sure what you call those accents. But his name, I'm I'm going to get as close as I can, is Slavoj Žižek. Yes. Wow, good. <laughs> and again, I I owe I owe my friend uh, everything for that one. I you know I mean this this guy honestly he he is around a lot these days. If you have really in, any interest in politics, I mean may, you know maybe not a casual interest in like American politics, but but he's certainly a pretty influential thinker right now. He's everywhere. I agree. And I you got the the uh, pronunciation very. Uh, I was always really intimidated by the name i actually heard him he was speaking in toronto fairly recently and um on that note apparently slovenian has been ranked one of the most difficult languages for non-slovenians to pronounce or speak and i'm going to throw out this was like a huge thing um there's a town in slovenia called spelled p-t-u-j and in the uk it tops the list of the most difficult holiday dis- destination to mispronounce. A whopping 92% of Brits were unable to pronounce the name of Slovenia's oldest town correctly. It's P-T-U-J. I want to see both of you. How do you pronounce P-T-U-J? I'm impressed by the 8% who got it right. <laughs> I very much so. <laughs> Which won't be me. No. I'm going to say P-T-U-J. I'm going to say two. Wow. Very close. Am I right? Kat. Very close. Mm. It's pronounced Patui. P T O O E E. And the uh, Patui uh, <laughs> City Tourist Board did a huge marketing campaign in England based on the mispronunciation and how you pronounce their name of their city. But Kathy came very close. Whoa. I think we have the Slovenian Speaker Award of uh, the day <laughs> right here. I'm proud. I really am proud. This episode of You're Saying It Wrong has been produced by me, Fletcher Powell, help from Beth Golay and Luann Stevens in the studios of KMUW in Wichita, Kansas. If you have a question for Kathy and Ross, you can tweet it at us. We're at YSIWpod or email me at powell at KMUW.org. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a rating or even a review at Apple Podcasts. Those reviews really do help us a lot. The book, You're Saying It Wrong, was published by 10 Speed Press. And also be sure to check out Kathy and Ross's newest book, Awkward Moments. That's words, like what we're talking about. W-O-R-D-S, Awkward Moments. And of course, Kathy and Ross have written a lot more, and they're always up to something. You can check out their other work through their website, kandrpetras.com. That's K-A-N-D-R-P-E-T-R-A-S dot com. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks. Oh, and one more thing. I got tired of being Kathy and Ross's guinea pig. Actually, that's a total lie. I'm not tired of it at all. And really, that's the main conceit of this podcast anyway. So we'd have problems if I really did get tired of it. 
Also, guinea pigs are great. Get some. Although, don't just get one. They get depressed if they don't have a friend. Seriously, that's true. They really do get depressed. Anyway, I decided to turn the tables on them just a little bit and gave them a few shibboleth names to try out. Here's how it went. First one's an author, author of the Kane Mutiny, Herman W-O-U-K. I know him. But now, how do you pronounce it? I would say Herman Wauk, but I think it's wrong. That's what I said. That is incorrect. It's woke. It's woke. We were close. Yeah. <laughs> we had the W right. Zizak. <laughs> he died not too long ago, I think last year. And uh, certainly every, everywhere uh, that it was announced, uh, it was being said woke. I, I could have guessed Wook actually was the one I almost said, which is also wrong. Another one. This is a, a film director, and he is best known probably for directing the French uh, heist movie Rafifi. Uh, which you may or may not be familiar with, but it, it's it's amazing, and it's got this 30-minute sequence where nobody talks while the heist mm-hmm. is going on. It, it's incredibly influential. Anyway, his name, um, the first name is spelled J-U-L-E-S. The last name is D-A-S-S-I-N. Dessin. Oh. Oh, Mitch wait. Ross, my ex-husband, loved him, but I know I'm saying it wrong. It's, 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 it's Jules Dassin. Exactly, Jules Dassin. Yeah, I just remember. Yeah, see, that. I Frenchified it. Yeah, well, it, it's because he's American. He's American. And he just happened. He he got blacklisted and ended up having to go to France to make some movies and became best known for a French movie. But 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 he's American, and so his name is Jules Dassin. He did Never on Sunday, didn't he? Because that's why I thought I knew the name. Yeah, you're right, Jules Dassin. Never on Sunday. Anyway, I I was I was floored when I learned that one back in college, and and I've always really liked just knowing that that it's it's Jules Dassin. Yeah. That's not, funny. Nothing fancy there. Uh staying in the movie world and this is the last one I'll give you and then and then we can uh, wrap it up for today. This guy you definitely know, uh incredibly famous director, maybe the best living director, uh Martin S C O R S E S E. Scorsese, I thought. How about you, Ross? Well, believe it or not, my wife worked with Scorsese, and I'm going to say Scorsese, and I'm sure I'm wrong. It's very close. Uh, a lot of people say Scorsese, which is not right, and Scorsese is very close. When you hear him say it himself, uh, they are S sounds, not Z sounds, so it's Scorsese. Scorsese. Oh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask her right now. My wife worked with Robbie Robertson and Martin Scorsese on Scorsese, and I forget which film couple of films. I'm going to ask her now she how was she was on uh, the, the Last Walls. Yeah, The Last Walls, but it's also something else, too. Scorsese. I didn't know that. Yeah, what's funny is I still kind of tend to say Scorsese, even though I know how he pronounces his own name. Um, I don't think it matters that much. I just think, I just think it's kind of fun. Well, it sounds stupid, but sometimes the right way sounds wrong, and I want them to change it to <laughs> our way. You know what yep. I mean? 